Hey, everybody. Hey. Hey. Welcome long, to Free For All. How long has that been going on? Uh, just a couple seconds. Oh, okay. We had a pretty good break. We did. This is your source for all things geek. I didn't get that in earlier. Josh, I'm your host, Trey Elliott. Josh bailed me. Joining me for the third time, Justin North. Three Pete, baby. Indeed. Uh, three Pete for Three For All here. Yep, that's right. Um, and Please. also, of course, Chuck Nally. Hello. Uh, Josh would be with us, but he has... No, uh, he's with us. He's been sitting right here. Oh, yeah. Sorry, he's just been so quiet. I just ran over. I mean, hand, foot, and mouth disease. It's just, you know, body hurt taking over, and yeah. uh, he can't touch, A walk, or manif- talk. manifestation of tech aids, mm-hmm. some yep. would say. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the, the tech got its revenge. <laughs> um, so maybe you'll hear from him, from him later in the show. Maybe not. Depends. Um, my bet, though, is on not. Yeah, I'm just I'm based on. We could always mute his mic. Right. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> um, let's talk about some shows that we have been watching. Uh, first up, returning show premieres. Uh, Chuck, I believe you're first at bat here with uh, Old Legends of Tomorrow. Today! Anyway, yeah. <laughs> this is. Standing at the edge of tomorrow. Today. I would assume. Thanks. Thank you. You're welcome. A drop in. Saved by the Bell is clearly better than the show. Thoughts? Well, yeah. Okay. Better than most sure. shows. Uh, that is also correct. Um, <laughs> Those who are unfamiliar, Legends of Tomorrow is part of the Arrowverse. Uh, it has some leftover heroes and sometimes villains from some of the other shows, including White Canary. Uh, let's see. Rip it's Hunter, Suicide Rip Squatty. Ish. Yeah, um, and it's based off of DC comic uh, properties, but the team has like drastically changed since year one. The only there's two people that are still on it. This is the fourth season, uh, and that is uh, White Canary, aka uh, Camel Lots, or uh, <laughs> I forgot her first name. Do you remember that when we said her chin's got that dimple yep. so deep it can hold that much water? Anyway, uh, and uh, the the acting uh, phenomenon, uh, the guy from Prison Break playing uh, Heat Wave is still on there. Everybody else is gone. All right. Um, the Firestorm's gone. Rip Hunter's been gone. Wait, wasn't he the guy with the freeze gun before? No, 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 no. Well, there were two guys from Prison Break. Oh, One okay. of them was the guy that talked like this. Okay. Z-Wave. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but now they've got uh, they've got those two, and then they've got um, some girl named Isis who's got some. Uh, uh, she is a, a very little known like F list DC character. She's got some sort of pendant that she wears that gives her the strength of some Egyptian goddess or something like that. Um, <laughs> and then there's she also really this. Uh, Commander Steel, who uh, sounds it, like a porn star. Checks out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his skin can turn uh, steel solid. So much like yeah. a porn star. Yep. Uh, rock hard. Uh, but, I mean, it, they didn't do a whole lot of that stuff. Okay, so the first three seasons, they were trying to, f- like, fix the time stream. This season, the time stream's fixed, but in order to do that last season, they had to, like, open up this gate or something. And Constantine, like, at the very end, comes up and says, whatever you guys did, you screwed up magic. And now, now they've they have to uh, fix magic in the world. There's like magical like things that are happening, and they have to like fix them. So the first episode is a uh, unicorn at Woodstock, and apparently unicorns aren't nice creatures. They're bloodthirsty, heart-eating monsters. And this thing like starts murdering all these hippies at Woodstock, and they have to like stop it. Uh, I love it. 
It's awesome. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I mean, we can't all be, you know, super picky. You like a bunch of shit, too. I mean, Fucking Chicago shows. Evan likes Paradise Goddamn PD. Josh likes fucking Channel Zero, that piece of garbage. We all like shitty stuff. This one's mine. I dropped Cartoon President. I'm picking this up. It's got Constantine in it. Matt Ryan is Constantine. He's awesome. Uh, the effects are good in the show. I don't give a shit what Evan says for CW show. <laughs> it's really good, and I like it. It's fun. It's something I can watch and not really have to pay too much attention to, and then when Constantine comes on, I get a comic book boner, and I sit back and relax and let nature do its course. <laughs> So don't give me a shit, Evan. Eh. Okay, then. I like it. It's fun. It sounds like it. That you like it, not that it's fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, moving on to one we both uh, very much like, Chuck. Um, let's talk about some House of Cards. All right. Back after, um, obviously, a, quite a bit of controversy Yep. with one... Kevin Spacey, <laughs> uh, not knocking on any tables this season. No. That motherfucker is dead. He's dead. Um, I don't think that's a big spoiler as, A, everyone knows, knew he was fired from the show, mm -hmm. and the teaser was basically his gravestone. Um, also, within the first five minutes, they talk about him being dead. Yeah. It's very clear that that's, they've... Um, Moving from on. From what I understand from the show, he is not only, like, never seen, no picture of him or anything like that, but... Um, you know, I mean, they, they do reference him, obviously. He's still, a, that character still exists. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, A lot, actually, which is good on Netflix for at least using well, their property that they yeah, created. Well, and, the, and while Kevin Spacey obviously did some things that, um, you know, are deserving of uh, his current situation in life, uh, Frank Underwood, uh, the character, obviously, did not do those things. Um, and so, I mean... Well, obviously, you can't put Kevin Spacey back on, on television. Um, you know, I mean, again, Frank Underwood is just a fictional character. So Who also did some pretty shitty things. I was going <laughs> to say, who did some really bad shit, too. In the context, too. obviously, of a fictional TV show. So yeah. it's, I think it doesn't do any sort of disservice to any of the, the stuff that happened with Kevin Spacey to... Um, to and keep the, the characters acknowledge know. the characters exactly. existence, yeah, for sure. And, and really, I don't think you could do a season without that. So, anyways, uh, everybody else for the most part's back. Yeah, um, Claire is obviously now um, the pre the president. Mm -hmm. um, she has a very gray uh, Oval Office. Mm -hmm. Is very uh, also still Queen Milf. Yes, keeping it tight. Yep, <laughs> tight yep. like a toyker. Correct. Um, Hasn't murdered anybody with her vagina this season, but no, right. Well, I mean, it's still young. Yeah, uh, the um, show, not the vagina. <laughs> Vagina's vagina's middle aged, clearly. Um, As you uh, wish. <laughs> but yeah, so I've only seen the first uh, first episode of the season. Um, as as have I so far. It will. Uh, and it, have you watched this as well? I, Just I'm, remind me. I'm sorry. No, I I have been watching House of Cards. I'm, I have not started the new season yet. Uh, okay. I, I okay. am excited to see what they do. I was worried, you know, once uh, all of the allegations against uh, Kevin Spacey came out, where they were going to go. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely interested to see where things go. Claire Underwood is a fantastic character. Uh, Robin Wright does a great job bringing her life. So. Uh, and she does she does some really cool stuff with you know the breaking the fourth wall, 
the adversary uh, last season was uh, Joel Kinnaman, who I thought was did a fucking great job in that role that he played last year. This year, uh, they brought on a couple of new veteran seasoned actors in uh, Diane Lane and um, Greg Kinnear. Oh, wow. as, uh, it seems like he's going to be the main adversary this year. Yeah. Uh, he's Man, he is ordered and incredibly calculated. He looks like he could sell you insurance, uh, <laughs> but he is absolutely going to fuck some stuff up. Wow. Um, so, And Diane Lane seems like she's kind of caught in the middle somewhere. Okay. Um, yeah, that's an accurate description, I think. So, uh, yeah, Michael Kelly also turns out really good actor <laughs> still. Uh, so there's some there's some uh, cool uh, threads. It seems like they're going to pull on this year. It's inter- I'll, I'll be interested to see how everything turns out. It's a little weird to adjust to no actual Frank Underwood in the show. Um, I think they do, at least again one episode in, as about as damn a good a job as they could given the situation so far. Yeah. Um, People need to lighten the fuck up. It's still House of Cards. Yeah. It feels it, like House of Cards. It does the feel writing is the same. Yep. The music. The tenseness, some of the like, that's oh the thing that, shit. Yeah, that's the thing that impressed me the most is like, oh, this still feels like the same show. It's, yeah, it's still um, House of Cards. Like in the same way relax. that um, this almost to me, I draw a lot of parallels to Homecoming, which obviously not the same situation. I was going to say um, the Connors. Connors is another one, which shit, that show got better. Better, I, I don't think so. Um, but um, Homecoming <laughs> did a similar sim- thing. As is everything when Roseanne leaves. That's fair. Um, <laughs> but no, the homecoming to me, uh, uh, or not homecoming, I'm sorry, Homeland, uh, specifically um, because they had a male lead for the first three seasons, I think, three or four, yeah. um, and then had the, basically the female, like, secondary lead take the show over, um, and, but the show still felt exactly the same the next season, just obviously no male lead, um, and this kind of, again, for different reasons, feels very similar um, I don't know. I'm excited to see it. They did say this is final season, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I'm not yep. Bojack Horseman. Horseman. No, this is nope. the final season. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. So I'll be I'll also be curious to see how they wrap it up. I've heard mixed things on that. Um, it's people who are still like peeing in the cornflakes. It's uh, yeah. It, a I mean, lot of it sour I've heard grapes. Some, like in person accounts, some guys at work and stuff that watch it that weren't really liked the season overall, but just weren't happy with how they kind of tied things up, which to be fair, it's damn near impossible to end a TV show. Well, only a few shows I feel like have done it really well. Yeah. Um, you have that much time with these characters. It's hard to wrap it up in a couple final episodes, but, um, I'm sure we'll obviously be talking about that on the show here in a few weeks. So, uh, moving on, I will real briefly talk about Riverdale since no one at the table, I'm sure gives a shit. Um, I do actually. I love Justin. Riverdale. Does I'm just I, I did not realize uh, we all have characters. Have you watched it's both fun. the yes. previous two seasons? Yes. Um, were they not fucking wonderful? They were. I love that show. You and uh, you and Evan got me uh, started watching it, uh, and I I love it. It's equal parts like genuinely like interesting the drama. Yep. But also so fucking ridiculous. Oh yeah. That it just I laugh so much at the show. In like a way that I don't really feel like is uh, demeaning to the show. I at least I don't. <laughs> I don't intend you, for it to be. You hope it's not. Um, but so this season starts out, and I'll I'll go somewhat light on the spoilers. Sure. But um, Archie is on trial um, <laughs> for a murder he's clearly been framed for. God damn this show. Um, his his mother 
um, is his during uh, the trial. Counsel. Veronica shows up and does a strip tease. No, but man, if only um, <laughs> would that surprise you? No, not even a little bit. <laughs> um, it's kind of surprised me that that didn't happen. Uh, Cheryl Blossom does show up just randomly in a diner with like basically a bathing suit top on and no one can kind of explain why until she of course drops the one liner that she spent the summer riding a motorcycle with some dude <laughs> just like throws that line out that there was it. mostly to explain why she has her tits hanging out um I'm all right um because Archie is probably going to go to the big house, yeah, um, he becomes the unofficial member or uh, uh, honorary member, honorary member of, of the, the uh, of the serpents yep, and gets a serpent tattoo. Um. <laughs> oh sure, because you so know when you're going to be an honorary member uh, of yeah. a bike gang, you go ahead and get inked for life. Just the fact <laughs> that they're in a fucking biker gang yeah. and also still in high school, yeah, is. Absolutely wonderful. Everything about this this uh, season, uh, or th- this first episode of season three, um, is all the same shit that you have come to know and love about Riverdale's teen angstiness and um, eccentricities. God damn it, it's so good. Excellent. Got, I can't wait to watch more. Got one more uh, renewed cancel for you. Oh yeah, the Good Cop, uh, Colin Hanks and Tony Danza canceled. Canceled. Damn it! I may not go and watch that now. Yeah, I intended to go back and watch. I'm about I really liked through. that. You guys I talked about the first episode. Yeah, you guys talked about it, and so I watched the first three or four episodes. I think. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it was a well done show, but it was one of those things where, as I was watching it, it was like, I don't know if this is going to have wide enough appeal. To Groban's uh, good though. Oh no, Groban was great. Groban, Groban. I didn't. Yeah. I really didn't have very high expectations. Did, of what do you mean we got canceled? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Hold me closer, no Tony Danza. Angela. <laughs> <laughs> Angela. Does Groban sing at all in this nope, show? Nope. Not a lick. He pushes his glasses up a lot like Justin does, but that's about it. <laughs> uh, astute observation. I don't ever do that. I do the, I do the side the side adjust. I usually Not try. Not adjust. Yeah. I adjust my contacts, just going right <laughs> in. <laughs> to both fingers, just yeah, straight into the. I yeah. adjust my. Uh, my and that's all of the um, <laughs> the returning <laughs> premieres. Uh, Midnight Texas uh, did come back, but I did not get a chance to watch it. So we'll talk about that in two weeks. Um, I, th- it's a miracle that show's still on. I was gonna say, man, that show's I, good. It's I enjoyed stupid. The, I enjoyed watching the first season, but it was kind of one of those things where it was like it was super ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. you were talking about how you and you know everybody's got those things. That show is not one that I'm gonna ever watch again. But you know, for the handful of episodes that I watched of uh, the first season, it was like this is there's just no way. Like I just kind of enjoyed it because I thought it was just gonna be the one season and be done because there's no way it was ever gonna come back. But that's oh, Ghost bad. Wars on a slightly and better scale. That's I mean, Ghost Wars. Uh, literally everything ever in existence is better than Ghost Wars, so yes. Oof. I don't know. Paradise PD's up there, man. It's bad. It's bad, but not as bad as Ghost Wars. It's pretty bad. Um, moving on to some new show premieres. Yeah, Keeper Cut. We got some Keeper Cuts going uh, on here. Josh, you never gave us yours, so hurry Shocker. up. Hurry it up. Um, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina um, being sued by... Some Satanist um, in news we did not cover um, for a good reason because it's a dumb story. Um, <laughs> this is obviously um, a re envisioning. Go ahead. I was just going to say they're being sued by Satanists because they're misrepresenting Satanists. Um, they use no. some kind of statue from like the Satanic Temple. And yeah. The Satanists freaked out about it. It's dumb. No, the reason why they're suing is so they can get some free pub. 
Oh yeah, that's it. This yeah. case will get dropped just because yeah. a the, every s- single television show and movie probably in the history of history has either had a cross, a Christian cross, a Celtic cross, or Christ on a cross. Uh, like Daredevil, for instance. Daredevil's oh, yeah. not going to get sued. It's in a cl- Catholic church. Of course, there's going to be Christ on the cross. Yep. Yeah. The most pro- that and Buddha are the two most notable statues, yeah. symbols, in, the, in the, w- the history of mankind. And they're, they can't win this. They're not going to yeah. win. They just want publicity. And now um, they got some more because yeah. of the millions of people who listen to the free-for-all. Thanks, Trey. Hey, sorry, man. Uh, How dare you turn this How wonderful show into a pulpit? For those Satanists. How dare you, sir? How could you? You fraud! I have scoundrel! Not scallywag! Ne'er do well! We're like 1940. Knave! Copycock! Okay, see, never. Poppy Cocker? Yes. All right, Sabrina. <laughs> yes. Um, this is obviously Netflix. Uh, Netflix. God damn it. Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> Dude, why have they not made a serial called Netflix? Because it got canceled. <laughs> wow. Um, it Netflix. was a serial though. <laughs> Tip your waitresses. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, they're reimagining of uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yep. Dark. Um, a once popular show on ABC, if I remember right. With the it was on whatever shit. with uh, it was like Boy Meets World Power yeah. Hour. Yeah. TJF. So, yeah. Whatever that was. That's TJF on ABC. There you um, go. Anyways, this is a little bit more serious. Um, feels a bit Riverdale-ish. Uh, it was initially going to be on the CW as a uh, Riverdale crossover. It does have. A I really bit hope of that, that vibe. still happens. I desperately want those two worlds to collide. I don't think um, it's going to happen. I, I, I don't think this show is nearly as goofy as a lot of the Riverdale and stuff it's, is. It's the first episode, at least, which is, of course, all I've seen so far. I've seen some other stuff in it. I haven't seen a whole gotcha. episode. Um, it's I really dark. It's this, fucking dark. There's some, yeah, there's some really cool stuff. I think they handle like the witchcraft part of it very well. Um, all the characters are interesting. The storyline seems, uh, though, somewhat predictable, um, like pretty well written. and. I love what they out. do with Salem. Yeah, the Salem stuff is pretty neat. Panther, comma, black. <laughs> God damn. Um, what did you guys think? <laughs> I think I said it all. That's fair. No, I thought it was cool. I thought the uh, some of the stuff. Now, some some items were a little predictable, like her getting her ass threatened at the you know in the woods with those high school girls or yeah. witch coven girls or whatever but some of the other stuff is pretty good i like miranda Otto, i believe is her name from lord of the rings fame uh in this uh she's dry but she's supposed to be and she's good uh, i like what they did with salem some of the stuff was like pretty scary like that stuff in the maze with the scarecrow monster yeah i was like oh shit run run yeah this um, is definitely a more Kind of grown-up take on the show than what it's know, ABC there's a is a dude, there's sitcom. a lot of blood in this yeah uh, and oh, ritual yeah. sacrifice later on and like you know there was yeah I was there's a, some it's a dark show yeah I was I actually kind of shocked at, at first at the uh, the jugular stab that happened oh yeah fairly early on sometimes you just gotta stab um, a jugular hey man sometimes you just gotta go straight for the jugular. Um, no, I I thought it was pretty good. Um, I like the lead. She's 
pretty yeah. charismatic. She's good. She's yeah, yeah. She she kind of does a similar thing for in my mind to uh, the lead in the uh, the CBS Star Trek show, um, where I'm more invested in what happens to her. Mm-hmm. than necessarily what exactly the storyline is or, or any of the other characters. Yeah, that's fair. More invested um, in the characters in the story. Yeah, but okay. uh, I thought all of the acting was really good. Um, this is for Josh. Uh, specifically, I was excited to see uh, Lucy Davis of Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip fame uh, playing one of the ants. Uh, she plays Hilda. Um, but yeah, I thought overall the the performances were good. Um it was shot really well. Gosh. Everything, everything was you know, it was up there for me as far as the the production value. So, I'll yeah, I'll give it a shake. Yeah, it's definitely a keeper for me. Uh, I, I am also going to keep this show for sure. Yeah, I'll keep it for the. I'll time probably finish it this week actually. Oh wow, uh, um, Josh! Well, I wish I was that caught up. Josh, keeper cut. Really? That's surprise. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, Josh, I speak up a little. Still can't quite make it out. Well, no. Sorry, man. All right, well, the world, the world may never never know. Mm. Evan, thumbs up, keep. He didn't I give me uh, detailed notes like uh, ratings and all that stuff like usual. All that Evan shit. Um, he's turns out been a bit busy. Um, so uh, yeah, he's keeping it. Cool. Um, I was trying to figure out where I knew the lead girl from, Sabrina. Um, she is the daughter in Mad Men. Oh. She is Sally Draper. It has been bugging the yeah. shit out of me. I just IMDb'd it. Um, cool. So that's Sabrina, and I show us. I don't know what the next show is. Tell me a story. Pass. Oh, you mean the TV show? Yeah, still pass, uh, but uh, uh, actually hard pass. This is a, uh, a CBS All Access original. They like to swear um, and show partial, partial, uh, sort of dick, sort of tit. Yeah, there's lots of ass crack. There's some almost nudity. Mm-hmm. Um, and this um, this is supposed to be a modern day kind of uh, dramatic take on classic fairy tale stories, uh, Three Little Pigs, Red Riding Hood, Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel. All those, those, are the, those, are, those are the three main ones that they're doing. Um, well, at least according to the intro. <laughs> so here's my thing. Gross. Um, Put that back. <laughs> <laughs> Introducing. <laughs> uh, a few. Th- uh, I guess a few kind of issues with the show besides the fact that it just overall kind of generally fucking sucks and is boring. Um, I don't need another goddamn show to talk about Trump ever again. I'm living that shit every day. Yep. I'm aware that the world is fucking awful right now because I'm not a big fan of our president, to say it very mildly. Like, I don't need some lady freaking out about bringing children into the world because Trump is president. First of all, it's fucking stupid. And, like, he's only going to, at worst, he's going to be six more years. Mm. So your kid's going to be five. He'll be fucking fine. Or she or whatever. But also, like, I just don't need that, like, part of the drama at anything. I'm so happy they cut it from the Connors, whereas Roseanne had it. Like, any, whatever, Murphy Brown, like, I was out immediately because of that. Um, I don't need anything about Trump in my fucking TV. I agree with you wholeheartedly, though I actually enjoyed the the first episode of Murphy Brown, just because I agreed with everything she was saying. Well, but I, and I do too. It's I know not you so do. I know. I, no, but I get it. I've I've literally taken a gigantic step back from Twitter because I just don't want to have to deal with that well, stuff. Is that why you didn't vote on our FFA poll? 
Probably. Yeah, you got to get on our polls, go. man. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I will turn on notifications. I will turn on notifications for you guys' tweets so that I can make sure to jump in on all those. Good man, thank you. Um, so, as soon as it comes out, hit that poll. Okay. We'll do it. But I'll hit that, that poll so hard. That small complaint. My bigger complaint is that they try to make it so like cool and hip and like we're gonna tell the story and be real super subtle about how we mix in all these fairy tales that there's almost n- like. None of it. It's left. almost too obscure. It's gotcha. super obscure. Like uh, you don't know there's who. There's some bank robbers with pig masks. I guess the girl those guys gets asked to put on a red rain jacket, which she then refuses. Yeah. So I guess she's Little Red Riding Hood. The brother sister Hansel Gretel, I guess. But I I didn't I even catch think that, that one. Kim Cattrall is the the wicked witch with the apple, the poison apple, because she's in this too. Uh, there's two wolves. But I don't know who they are. It's so subtle that if it wasn't for the incredibly obvious uh, and albeit badass intro, yeah, um, you wouldn't know who. Like this was a show about stories, like fairy tales, at all. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that I didn't take the time to watch this. It yet sucks because I. Well, the the the. Um, trailer that I saw for it was cut together like the intro and it's pretty badass looking and it looks like it could be something really cool um, and maybe it gets better but well, man, it makes a bad I will know yeah yeah the thing is, is even you know y- you can and I can understand where they're coming from trying not to you know go ham-fisted with it and beat you over the head with the fairy tale stuff because that could get really stupid really quick but you know if it's so subtle that smart people you know people that I consider intelligent despite what Josh says about you guys. If you guys can't tell who's who in, you know, then then you're, you've gone too subtle. You've backed yeah. off too far. Uh, you know, so you, you can't go too far either direction. With yeah, I don't want to hit me over the head with it, but, like, come on. Yeah. I mean, a little bit of, like, I don't want to watch a, a really poorly written, incredibly boring drama yeah. that just happens to reference a red, like, jacket every now and then. Yeah, and, and pig masks. not what I need. Yeah, and pig masks. Yeah. Also, anyway, the acting um, is that's terrible. A, it's a hard cut for me. The acting is is god awful. Like, mm. what's going on with the the gay dudes that killed that one guy? I, I don't, don't know or fucking care. That's Hansel and Gretel, by the way. Oh, okay, I guess. Because the girl comes in, she's like, she saves him, and th- that's her brother, the smaller okay, yeah, one. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I remember that part now. I don't know that whole thing. Anyway, it, it also and feels I think like the teacher little, like, from Game Night. For the sake of it. I think the teacher from Game Night's one of the wolves. I'm not sure though. It doesn't matter. Cut cut the fuck out of this. I'm not gonna watch it ever again. Yeah, it's the opposite of the other C D, or CBS original that's not Star Trek that I really want to get back to. One dollar, but I have not yet. That show was real good. I have to check that out. Evan got uh, so mad at you when you didn't know the story for one dollar. So funny. <laughs> he was like, "It's all it's about is that one dollar, son of a bitch." Uh, speaking of Evan, <laughs> he says, tell me a story. Cut. It's real bad. Um, Josh? All right, moving on. Man, um, I'm not even going to let him talk. Okay. Yeah, whatever. He's being too, uh, too fucking quiet over there. Uh, Homecoming, a new Amazon uh, original joint uh, starring one Julia Roberts. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time on the small screen. That's right. Um, and this is based on a podcast, a Gimlet podcast, that I recommend everyone go uh, listen to. Um, Chuck, I'll let you start. I think you're 
we and you are pretty different on this particular show. Yeah. Um, well, the the podcast uh, also kind of in little small little chunks, very similar to this. Uh, also took a while for me to get into. It starts off kind of slow, it builds some of the uh, mystery and intrigue, but kind of small little bits and pieces at first, at least. The uh, the the show is carbon copy, almost like verbatim what happens. In parts it is. Um, like almost, so far, anyway. Yeah, um, including the, the bird outside and the conversation she has with Bar- Bobby Carnival, mm-hmm. uh, the guy who plays. The, uh, man, I wish they would have gotten uh, David Schwimmer because he was so good. He, the, he was easily my favorite part in the podcast. Uh, he's kind of a weaselly asshole mm. just looking out for himself and makes it feel like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, but he really just has doing do his yeah. job. So that he, he, yeah. Better himself. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but this, I, I didn't like the way it was shot. Uh, some of the, some of the times there's, uh, uh like huge, like if you're looking on a, on a letterbox, on yeah. a widescreen TV, probably almost half of the screen is gone and it's like almost, cell phone ish size like camera angle oh wow uh, i didn't it threw me off trey, trey actually like, i'm sure he'll talk about that in a second it threw me off and i was like what the fuck did I, I, I couldn't concentrate on anything and everybody started raving about julia roberts she just talked she didn't do anything for me the okay. the the main person who takes the role of uh, oscar isaac who's also in the podcast who's they can do no wrong in my eyes uh he's not that Did good that's correct he plays guitar and sings yeah. very well. I watched uh, Inside Llewyn Davis. Yeah, man. Okay. Anyway. Sorry. Um, but, yeah, uh, th- that guy's not that good. Um, really? I didn't like him at all. Interesting. Um, yeah, there's, some, there's so. something to be said. You know, cool cinematography is cool, but when it's so different that it distracts from the story you're trying to tell, then right. you've, you've gone too far. So Conversely. Yeah, so I just <laughs> on the other side there's Evan Smith and his single camera. Um, yeah, so I I was a big fan of this podcast before the show ever hit. Um, both seasons are really really good. Um, again, go check them out. Um, and most stuff that Gimlet Media does is really good. Um, but yeah, so uh, I'll admit I I miss Oscar Isaac because who wouldn't? Um, Kathleen Kathleen Keener as well. Um, I really like who's the Julia Roberts character. Um, in the podcast, but um, I think the thing I'm probably closest to agreeing with you, Chuck, on is Julia Roberts. I mean, she's not bad, but she's not like, oh shit, like Julia Roberts gonna win awards for this. That's what they're talking about. I, and I think part of that is that Julia Roberts is on TV, and the name of Julia Roberts still, for reasons that I don't quite understand, like it has a whole lot of weight behind it still to this day, um, even though she hasn't been like the phenom that she used to be in like 10 years. But anyway, um, but she, I don't think she's bad. I just think she's there. there and she's definitely the least exciting part of the show for me. Um, the kid who plays um, Walter Cruz, who's again, Oscar Isaac's character on the podcast. Um, I actually thought he was really good. Um, I mean, again, nothing happens too much in the first episode. There's no like, you know, Emmy real like scene. In that first episode, uh, the biggest thing would be the fight, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But it uh, just kind of happened. Um, for me, though, the cinematography is like the shining fucking star. So this is the the guy who is 
created the show is, or not created it, but is the showrunner and, and is, is directing the show and everything, is the guy who did Mr. Robot. Um, the, they do do the, like, it's almost two-thirds. Like, it's just, it almost looks like the black on either side of the flashbacks is the same width as whatever the actual screen is. It's super narrow. Yeah. Um, and it is a little odd to get used to at first, but um, A, I'll admit that I'm terrible about paying attention um, to television when I'm watching it sometimes, and I get easily distracted, and it's really easy to keep up with when uh, we're in a flashback and when we're not, um, because they let you know real loud and clear, because um, the, the aspect ratio changes. Um, but even just when it's the, the full 69 like normal aspect ratio on the on the present day stuff, um, it's almost shot like um, like single. Uh, what is it? Uh, that shitty fucking pretentious ass movie that Josh likes, Birdman, whatever. Yeah. Um, like it's almost shot that way, where it, it's meant to look like you one. You could have said that shot. one long shot from True Detective season one. Also that, but that the first thing that came to mind was that shitty movie. You just wanted to make fun of Josh since also he can't that. speak. Um, it's not my fault he won't speak up. Anyway, um, like they like literally like Julia Roberts at one point is like walking out of her office, and instead of like even just following her out of the office, they literally like crane the camera up over the wall, and you like see in between the two sections right. of drywall, and they drop down, they follow her. Um, a big part of the podcast is these phone conversations that David Schwimmer has with Kathleen Keener, um, and those are like I was really happy to see brought over to the television show. There's literally like a solid five minutes worth of her just walking and talking on the phone and you don't even see uh bobby what's his face carnival um yeah he like i mean obviously you see him a couple times but the bulk of that conversation is you hearing his like kind of distorted voice over the phone and it the effect of that to me worked really well um i also i think a little bit know what's going to happen in the show have you listened to both seasons of the podcast check i did um so yeah i'm really interested to see like to see all of that play out. Is there going to be that. more? Because they pull that. Uh, is it just two seasons? They're going to do more? Because the last season that they aired was like two years ago. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was about a year ago. It's over a year ago. Uh, was it? I think so. Either way, they're definitely doing more <laughs> podcast content. They okay, good. Because like the way they left, I was like, is that fucking it? Because no, they, they didn't say, stay tuned the for season three. Well, but also when you're dealing with Gimlet Media that many famous people, including Oscar Isaac, who's in all kinds of different yeah. stuff and very it's busy. just talking. He can th- literally mail that in. That's true. He can mail it's it in. It's fucking um, Either way, man, I, I don't know. I, I thought that the cinematography was less distracting and more interesting enough that it was, it's damn near like a character in that show. Um, That's and cool. And it's like was the most fascinating thing about the first episode. Again, I know where the, the story goes, mm-hmm. so it will not always be like that, I don't think. But this first episode, the characters are almost kind of just fucking bystanders, like, waiting to, you know, just kind of get, get, get out of the way of the fucking amazing camera work. A year and three months. Okay. And it was, I don't know how long it was, but I, I think it was about a year between season one and two, so they're obviously a little behind, but not... Anything too crazy. I also can totally see them putting out the third season very soon. Amy Sedaris, also in that. Uh, uh, she is. Mm. She is excellent. I'm actually. curious who they get to play that character in the show. That character hasn't been introduced Amy yet. Amy Sedaris is free. What that's, if it's Rachel Gratch? That's fair. Oh, that would be unfortunate. <laughs> just, just a couple of like real uh, ugly dames from Saturday Night Live cutting it up. Uh, like this Rachel one Gratch is a definite uh, keep for me. Cut. I'm going to check it out. 
Um, it's also just like eight thirty minute episode, so it is a quick watch. Um, uh, Evan, sa- damn it, man! There's two more people who need to give their I'm sorry, opinions. I'm Evan said, "What the? Like, fuck you think you're it's doing? It's not the what? answers to racehorse for rappers. Just nosing around. Fuck out of here. Uh, ho- That's right, Bojack Horseman. Uh, homecoming's a keep for Evan. Josh told me what it was earlier. I forgot. Go ahead. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Titans from the new DC streaming service. Yes. Tell me what you thought. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's usually something after that. Okay, so Titans is an adaptation of Teen Titans um, for DC's. Uh, it's actually launched their new streaming service, DC Universe, for the most part, anyway. Yeah. Um, it's their headliner right now. So it's the story of Robin, Beast Boy, Starfire, and Raven uh, getting into some uh, shenanigans. Uh, but this, the the thing that everybody focused on from uh, what was it, Comic Con, was uh, Robin saying "fuck Batman." What they need to focus on is the brutality of the fight choreography. It is uncaged wow. <laughs> aggression. There is one scene, and it made my stomach clinch, like tension-wise, because it. I'd hate to ha- ever anybody ever fucking do this to me. There's one other time it ever happened in TV. It was on The Punisher when Punisher created Jigsaw. Okay. But Robin takes this guy's head and smashes it through a car window, and then puts his head on where the the window and the oh. car door meet. Oh no! Just. And then just drags it across oh. twice. Oh, it, it is, is bad. Hard to watch. It is bad. And he Damn. doesn't, give, dude. Robin doesn't give a fuck. He is stepping on necks. Uh, he is like breaking arms. You see bones shoot out from like arms and legs. Now, they went for the mature, like the t- immediately CVMA real hard. Is this the the? Is this Dick Grayson? Is Jason yes. Todd? Yeah, Dick Grayson. Dick. Okay. He yes, because Jason Todd actually shows up. Spoilers. In a few episodes, they also use. Did they tell him to you know cut it the fuck out? Uh, I think so. Okay, uh, it's a confrontation for sure because yeah. he's still use he's using batarangs that are shaped like razor sharp R's. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, okay. So and he's still using his bow staff and all that kind of stuff. All right. So he's he's still oh and he splits them apart to use them as, as yeah the sticks. Um, but he's he's a, a badass and I, I think can't hardly thwaites. Uh, that's his name. <laughs> he changed his first name from I think it was Brendan to can't hardly. As well. Yeah, as he word. Um, but uh, yeah, so he, I, I think he does a great job. Okay. Um, Starfire, they haven't really delved too much into her. She's not nearly as bad as I thought she was going to be because she absolutely fucks up a room of mobsters on accident. But nice. those dudes are not coming back for the second <laughs> show. Spoiler alert. Yeah, uh, they're real dead. I, th- I think Raven is awesome. I like the the uh, the um, the girl who's playing her, and I like what they did with some of her powers, and okay. some of it's scary as shit. And they're obviously going to introduce Trigon at some point. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Beast Boy, they didn't really get into too much on the first episode, at least. It's probably m- my least favorite part. They didn't show him that much. They uh, the CG was a little muddled, but I mean. It's TV. It was better it's, than I thought okay it was going to be. TV CG. Yeah. Uh, is it Are we talking like about like CW? Better than CG. C- yeah. Better than CW. Okay. But not like, but like Game worse of than Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, CW is passable. I mean, know, it's also a giant part. green tiger in the middle of the woods eating something because he's hungry. So yeah. you gotta suspend your disbelief a little bit. Anyway. A little bit. Uh, second episode. Did you watch the second episode? I have not. I've Holy the first. shit! It is brutal as 
fuck, man. And Hawk and Dove, first of all, do you know Hawk and Dove? No. They're like a, a, a regular, like, normal person uh, team up. They're lovers. Mm -hmm. uh, Dove is the girl. Hawk is the man. Oh, uh, no, I know who they care. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hawk is huge. He's a man mountain. Yeah. Uh, and he swears like a sailor. And there's a scene at the very beginning of it. It's not, not really spoilers, where they're torturing him, and it's kind of gross. And I'm like, but he's still, like, talking shit with them and stuff like that. And then they're just like... All right, pull out his dick, cut it off. He's like, whoa! <laughs> and that's when uh, Dove comes in and starts slicing people with her fucking wings and stuff, like slicing them with ribbons. Wow. Uh, and then, like, towards the... Oh, and they bring in a uh, DC, a very little-known DC uh, supervillain group called the Nuclear Family. Okay. Uh, who are, like... Um, they imagine a a family like mine. There's a um, um, there's a wife, a husband, um, like an older son, a, a middle daughter, and a dog. Okay. Imagine somebody has been treating them like making them evil for decades, and then giving them the Captain America Super Soldier Serum. Ooh. So they're super strong, yeah. very brutal. They 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 know a bunch of spy tactics and stuff like that, but since they're called the nuclear family, they're all from like the 50s era. Hey there, sport. And they're, <laughs> it's really cool how they did with that. Uh, okay. So, um, I f God, I fucking love the show. I'm, I'm subscribing to the DC Universe app because of that uh, show. Of the first two episodes of that show. Wow. And from what I understand, they introduced Doom Patrol, the second show that they're putting on the uh, in like the third or fourth episode, and it's amazing. It's the highest. It's, it's the highest rated uh, show of this season so far. But it, m most people just love it. Nice. Sorry, Trey. I totally do dominated that conversation. I agree with everything you said. Um, I don't have a ton to add. You're obviously the more the DC guy, but um, I obviously because I'm not the DC guy was curious if I'd like this. Um, I didn't love the trailer. Um, it's really good. Um, good enough that um, I will be stealing somebody else's login. Um, to watch this show going forward. Um, yeah, I'm going to see more. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> they know that shit happens. Um, and then, uh, last but not least, uh, Wait, so, so sorry, keep. Okay, uh, Evan is going to keep it. Uh, Josh probably didn't watch it, but I know he's going to keep it because he's got a boner for Robin. So That's correct. Tim Grayson. Wait, no, Tim Drake Robin, not Dick Grayson. But he'd put the dick in Tim, so <laughs> turns out. <laughs> Um, and then last but not least, and I think this is uh, just me and Chuck again here, uh, Patriot Act, um, a new uh, show on Netflix, new political um, current events style talk they show. They had to fill in the, uh, the Michelle, the, the void left, left by Michelle Wolf. Indeed. Um, I actually watched some of the first episode. Oh, did you? Yeah. So Patriot I Act? Yeah. How about that? Um, so what did you guys think? I thought it was good. Uh, kind of scary. I mean, he this is essentially these the standing upright version of uh, last week tonight uh, it so is far. Indeed. Uh, th of course, there's not like some of the shenanigans, like you know, right. Weird Al showing up and playing "Please Don't Nuke Us, North Korea" or anything. Uh, but uh, there, he does make some pretty good insights. It's clearly on the left. Like, maybe even more on the left than John Oliver is. Mm, I don't know about that, but... It's real far. Uh, but it's entertaining. Um, and uh, I, I'm a Democrat now. I used to be consider myself uh, somewhat neutral. But um, uh, it's entertaining enough for me. I'll probably keep it, but I know it's going to get canceled because Netflix can't keep shows like that for some reason. I still don't know why they canceled Joe McHale. 
Um, I mean, because Joel McHale sucks is the probably the main reason for that. But um, no, I like um, Hanan Massage. Is that how you say it? Hanan Massage. Do 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 do. Hanan Massage. Do do No. No, Josh kept it going. Oh yeah, I couldn't. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's he's a soft talker. Yeah. Seinfeld will tell you all about it. I mean, a dick in your mouth will do that. What they always say, I'm in my elbows, up to my elbows, and dudes when I leave. So that's that what is he true. gets. That, that is, that is what that's you fair. get, her that's pants. True. I mean, it's also your fault for fucking all those dudes. But <laughs> oh, that's fair. Um, anyways, um, no, I, you I win this round, Elliot. <laughs> I, I I like the guy. I think he's really funny. To me, this was as simple as he is doing. To me, the exact same fucking thing that John Oliver's doing. I mean, obviously there are some small differences, but the the formula to me is very clearly the same. Like, fact, 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 joke about that fact. Fact, fact, fact. It's it's educational, but also I'm going to make fun of it. Obviously, I lean to the left. Obviously, I'm going to give shit to people on the right. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, standing up. Yeah, and you even have a, a layer, another layer of similarity in that John Oliver is not from the United States. and uh, Got to start at the Daily Show. Yeah. Well, but I'm just saying, like, you, uh, how do you pronounce his name again? Hanna Massage. Hanna Massage. <laughs> he talks about it. He's you know he's a, he's an American, but um, his parents were not born right in America. So he has you know some. He's got that perspective. He's got some uh, some different perspective, which I actually really enjoyed um, because a lot of times when we get the perspective of minority groups on current events through television. A lot of times it's these secondary characters that are on a show for an episode. It's all dramatized, and then we never see them again. Once they've made their point, then you don't see them again. But since he's hosting that show, uh, you know, you kind of get that that kind of take. You get that kind of That's know, fair. point I, of view. I'll admit, I only, because it seemed to me like it wasn't obviously important to watch the show in any sort of chronological order i just watched the most recent episode which at the time was the amazon episode where he talks all about amazon i just watched the first episode because of that it's political but like political from more of a financial Mm -hmm. tax break sort of standpoint so he doesn't really bring his perspective as um the son of an immigrant right into it um and so there's really no like in that just in that on that particular topic there's not that kind of uh different perspective well and, and that's so it just it and that's okay that come through because of that but. well well but that's okay it's it's not so much that that's going to be something that he's going to focus on when he sits down to write every script for the show it shouldn't it shouldn't but um I, I just think that when things that are related to race or nationality uh come into play it's cool that there's a, a different take on it but yeah, absolutely. Um, I I am interested in continuing to watch it. Hopefully, um, with the current climate being what it is, and so many people being so dissatisfied and so unhappy with what we have going on, um, hopefully they will be able to keep it going. Yeah, I, I wish the show the best, and I can see checking it out every now and then. Um, man, it's just it's one of those things like I just can't. I don't need two of that show in my life. Well, I wish you all the best is also never something good. Like, you never say that to somebody and then expect <laughs> to see them again. Well, or watch again or drive again or whatever. 
Well, just just to kind of put a little bit of different perspective on there being two of those shows out there. Last week tonight is super famous. John Oliver is brilliant, and it's a great show. It's also on HBO. There are a lot of people who don't subscribe don't, to HBO. That's fair. Won't subscribe to HBO for a news slash comedy program. Um, they should. Oh, I'm doing me wrong. I'm I subscribe, and I think he's great, but. You know, Netflix, Netflix has, has a broader reach. Has a much Agreed. broader reach, and there are people. You know, there are a lot of people who subscribe to both, and they don't need two of those shows in their life. But for those who just have Netflix, yeah, no, it's it's, it's good a that it's out very, there. Very, very good alternative. Yep, I hear they're doing good things with stand-up comedy. That's what I hear too. Just and Lily Hammer. Little Birdie told me. Um, uh, for me, though, unfortunately, it is probably going to be a cut on that one for the most part. Keep with the leash. All right. A short uh, one. And that's it for new shows. <gasps> <gasps> Moving on to some finished shows. Moving right along. Um, Ozark ended like, uh, I don't know. Last year sometime. Um, it's been a while. Um, season two was um, more real dark shit from uh, the life of Marty Bird. Um you don't watch the show at all, right, Chuck? I know I constantly forget. I've seen maybe five minutes of okay. it. Okay. Do you watch the show at all? Uh, no, I heard you guys talk about it on the on uh, previous shows when it first came out, and while I, it sounded like it was really well made, it did not sound like something I wanted to to watch. I have yeah, enough so I have enough stress and depression in my life without it. <laughs> well, yeah. So it does add that to your life. Um, man, this sh- it show continues to be a show in which. Uh, all of the main characters, despite their best efforts, continue to just sink farther and farther into being totally fucked. Um, yeah. So, yeah, first season, uh, Marty Bird moves to the Ozarks to try to figure out how to launder a bunch of money for a drug cartel so that um, he can unfuck a situation his partner got him into um, where he laundered a bunch of money, and now Marty Bird's basically just trying to make that back. Um some shit goes wrong. Shocker in season one. And so season two is just about him getting out of all the bullshit that it got into in season one. Um, they introduce a great new character um, who's basically like the fixer slash lawyer for the cartel. Um, kind of like the, uh, you know, the face of the company sort of thing. Um, she is weirdly like kind of motherly, but also real fucking intimidating. Um, the entire show, she's a really great addition to the cast. Um, she... Um, is like doesn't take any shit for sure um it's kind of hard to explain without you guys obviously knowing any of the characters and anything or anything but um a whole lot of people get murdered they're like they kill off like three or four main characters wow in season two um to be fair though it's an ensemble cast um i mean obviously about a drug cartel yeah um there's guns to be some bodies man and in some brutal fucking ways people die too it's um yeah, that show doesn't fucking hold back in that regard at all. Um, but by the end of it, you're in an interesting place. Um, the whole second season, they're trying to basically build a casino or get the basically a law passed so that they can um, build a casino that they're then going to launder money through. Right. Um, it's like a riverboat casino type of thing. Yeah. Um, so I guess spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen season two, they get that built by the end. Um, but in the process, piss off like the i forget what they call them but like the basically like the dixie mafia 
like the the fucking down home like mafia. Like they're called rednecks. Um, and they like literally like the one of the last things that happens in the season is they uh, basically bomb Marty's office, and uh, clearly that's going to be where season three comes in. Um, I'm really looking forward to some <laughs> sort of all-out cartel Dixie Mafia fucking war. Wow! In season three, and Marty Bird in the middle of it. Um, but man, this show is just. It is really dark. It is really depressing. Um, it, if like you're in a in a kind of a dark mood, it's maybe not the best thing for you to watch. Um, but that said, it's incredibly well acted. It's incredibly well written. The characters are in, like super engaging and interesting and dynamic in a lot of ways. Um, shit happens that you don't see coming all the time. Like every episode, something happens. You're like, holy shit. And granted, man, it's just me, but um, I don't know, man. That show is worth watching, despite how god-awful depressing it can be at times. Um, so if you have not, um, other than knowing that a casino gets built, um, I try to leave it pretty spoiler-free. Sure. So go watch that it show. Does, Ozark is wonderful. does sound interesting. Moving right along, um, the now-canceled Iron Fist. Thank mm-hmm. merciful God. Um, finished season two. I liked season two. Season two was okay. I Se- mean, it wasn't great. It wasn't the best Marvel has ever done. Season it was Citizen Kane compared to season one. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, season one was rough. I like the intro. Okay, so uh, second season takes up essentially uh, after all the events of what happened in the Defenders. Um, right. Months down the line, he's living with Colleen. Still being the Iron Fist. Uh, she closed up shop as far as teaching is concerned. And shenanigans ensue. Yeah, there's ninjas, and uh, you know, fighting the fight the triad. Iron serpent. Is that who that is? Maybe there's a lot of different colored fists in the season. <laughs> there's a red fist at one point, and there's a white fist. There's probably a blue fist somewhere that I missed. Red fist. Mm. Oh. oh. Is this turning into a Dr. Seuss book all of a sudden? It kind of is. <laughs> red fist, blue fist. One fist, two fist, red fist, blue fist? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. It's, uh, it's, it's a Dr. Seuss book and also a porn. That, that <laughs> happens to be the best thing about Iron Fist so far is what we just did. <laughs> that was, yes, the two of you coming up with the Dr. Seuss title. It's That's better than um, at least all of season one, probably most of season two. Man, I... I the worst thing about season or Iron Fist getting canceled is I really like Colleen. True story. I hope she shows up in something else. At Did some you point. finish this? No, not yet. Okay. Do you care? No. Go ahead. Okay. So uh, he loses the Iron Fist. I, th- I think the middle sag of this show and a lot of Netflix uh, shows have poorly dubbed uh, the middle sag where the middle of the season, usually four, five, six. Just kind of drags hard. Something happens where you're just like, really, again? And this one was Iron Fist just not doing anything. He's captured. He's beat the shit. Like, and then it happens again. Like, and then they wind up taking his Iron Fist from him. Mm. So the, I'm pretty sure it's the Iron Serpent. I think he's an actual comic book character. I'm sure too. he is. Uh, he has uh, deep dive. He has uh, two Iron Fists. Okay. And he's murdering people. He's taking up the sacred mantle of the immortal <laughs> Iron Fist, and he's murdering people with the help of s- that dude from the triad. Um, other shenanigans ensue. They take it back from him. Um, I mean, so there's some really cool fight <laughs> choreography. 
Um, yeah, but does the guy who plays Danny Rand actually execute any of it well? He doesn't, but Colleen does. She's okay. a badass fighter, man. Yeah, he, and then at the end, of, at the end of that, she actually whatever. takes the Iron Fist. She, she is the immortal Iron Fist right now, mm. uh, and it's awesome. <laughs> she's got she's got a glowing white fist, and she's got like her sword, her katana. So and which also lights at, up. When so she at the it. end yeah, of it's, season it's two, badass. The end of season two ends with her. Being the Iron Fist, she is yep. the immortal Iron Fist. Hmm. Yeah, it's cool when she's holding the katana in her hand and she's activating the Iron Fist. The whole sword lights up. See, now that could be that could it's, be. It's yeah, pretty badass. It. And she's a good actress. Man, I really miss Night Nurse though. Now yeah. that she's not here in any of the the seasons, I kind of miss her. Yeah, Fucking Luke Cage drove her off, man. She'll be back probably. Maybe. Maybe. Well, Luke Cage is canceled, so. I mean, she'd show up in Daredevil. He's always, yeah. he always, He's always getting stitch. the crap beat out of him, yeah. Whew, man, I can't wait for you guys to finish that show. Poor oh, I want to talk about it yeah. real bad. Yep, I'm working through. Uh, man, it's good. Yep. Um, well, yeah, this season was much better than last. Still not great. Mm-hmm. Um, not Watchable. I watched it, though. There wasn't yeah, any, like, moments. It was through knowing it was canceled. Yeah. Admittedly so. Ward still, like, kind of confuses me because at the, like, half of the first half to three quarters of the first season, he was the main villain and, like, constantly an antagonist and, you know, fuck you, Danny, I'm not getting this company, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then they're all buddy-buddy and he winds up getting some chick in AA pregnant and all kinds of stuff. I, I, he His thread might be my least favorite. Mm. Um, I like his sister, though. She's kind of a good bad guy. I'm almost the opposite. Really? I think, yeah. I, I thought he was way better this season, and I actually liked his story arc, and she annoyed the shit out of me the entire season. I feel like she's a better villain. She enjoys being a villain better. Uh, actually, they both do. And um, when they're good, it's a stretch, and it's harder for him to do. Yeah. I th- like, when he was the I best part. I liked her better as a villain than, than her. Yeah. Or wh- than him, I mean. Wh- when when he was at his best this year is when he was, like, drunk and being a dick. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and then last but not least on the TV side, uh, finished shows, we uh, finished up season two of Big Mouth. Yeah, we The did. wonderfully dirty um, cartoon. Very smart. Incredibly intelligent show. Um, guys is a just toilet humor, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, Nick Kroll's uh, baby. Um, he I plays love Nick Kroll. Several different characters. John Mulaney, obviously, is the other um, star of the show. Um, still dealing with puberty. Yep. Still dealing with masturbation a lot. Mm-hmm. Now you uh, got shame, though. You do indeed. Introducing uh, the shame wizard. Or Shane Lizard, as uh, <laughs> he's affectionately called from the, by the coach. Man, that coach is probably the best character on that what show. What does he say? I put my I put my what into her warm like I put my thing into her warm. I can't remember what he calls it. He called it a peen? Peen? <laughs> put my peen into her warm? Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> Are you having sex? The Planned Parenthood episode was really, really smart, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about blue wa- blue waffles, no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to check this out. You guys have, have described it as being super smart uh, several times. I didn't realize Nick Kroll was behind it. Um, I'd never really looked that closely at it, but I, I like. Apparently, it a lot of his like experiences have. Yeah, because he he writes the show, yeah. and I mean, he's one of the you know, him main and John voice Mulaney. cast too. Yeah. But he does he does the coach voice. He does obviously the main one of the main kids. Um, and he's several other characters too, mm-hmm. but 
Um, yeah, Jordan uh, Peele in there doing the uh, du- uh, the Ghost of Duke Ellington. Oh yeah, um, Ma- he he wasn't in it enough for me, but I mean they had to m- make some room for Shane uh, Shane Lizard. I keep going the Shame Wizard, uh, David Thewlis voiced yeah. him, and he was brilliant. It is perfect. The the Shame song was really good, but man, the uh, the female like empowerment like body uh, song was fucking genius. I even yep. let I, I showed that to Kristen. She's like, wow, that was really awesome. <laughs> Yeah, the show, it, I mean, again, it, it hides behind a lot of, like, crude humor and whatever. Very like low fucking brow. pillows, a three-way with pillows. Yeah, yeah, there's totally <laughs> a three-way with uh, <laughs> where a dude just fucks two pillows. Yeah. He cheats on his bedroom pillow with the couch cushion. Yeah. Um, and then he walks in on them fucking, and then he just gets in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, this like, is my kind of humor. He's also, at the same time, though, that same kid is also dealing with the coach, like, uh, sleeping with his mom and, Ooh. like, his feelings about that. And, like, uh, <laughs> the coach also apparently had that happen to him with a guy named Gary. And so <laughs> he's the he's the kid's Gary. He yeah. did, that's what he calls himself. I'll be your Gary. I'll be your Gary. <laughs> uh, it's, man, like, it deals with those, like, complex, very uh, potentially touchy subjects and, like, Puts just enough humor on the top yeah. that you don't have. It's not like, oh man, like I don't really want to. I don't know if I want to tackle this subject. Right. Uh, they put just ab- enough humor on the top that you're you're okay with it, um, but you still get the kind of you know the lesson out of it. Or in a lot of situations, and I feel like it happened more in the first season than the second. But like, there are definitely still times in the second season where you're like, oh man, I can remember being 13. Yeah. And feeling exactly like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially with the shame wizard, like. <laughs> that kid that was fucking the pillows also told him, he was like, hey, I learned this trick where you should get a boner and tuck your boner between your legs. You could just stand up and jack yourself <laughs> off. And he, they're like talking to him, and he's just stand up going. <laughs> <laughs> that kid is insane. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, oh awesome. when they were doing the uh, the Planned Parenthood uh, episode, they were doing like a uh, Bachelor style show, yeah. uh, but with contraceptives. <laughs> it's like, which oh, will you yeah. pick? It is like, you know, the implant and the, uh, the condom, and then right. there's the pull-out method. And <laughs> the pull-out method's just like a shitty, like, yeah, 30-year-old single dad <laughs> or something. I was going to say, like, that is not... It's, <laughs> it's really funny because, like, she goes, it was a really hard choice, but I would go with the pull-out method. He goes, yeah, girl. I'm gonna give you that sweet belly blam. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, I love Nick Kroll. I will watch just about anything Man, uh, show with him in it. He shows it's his up, opus. It really is. He shows up in Brooklyn Nine Nine for an episode, and it's hysterical. Uh, 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 oh, uh, do you know his pit, uh, pit ball? Uh, God, his pit bull featuring Ludacris. No. That's, That's the name of the pit bull. Featuring, featuring Ludacris. Featuring Ludacris. <laughs> Have you met my pe- pit bull featuring... Man, why pit bull? So fucking hard for me to say. I don't know, but you fucked it up pretty hard. It's a great Congratulations. joke. Congratulations. It's a great joke. When Chuck's not telling it, it's a wonderful joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God, shut up, Josh. Jesus. Get off my back. He got excited because I talked about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. What a bitch. That checks out. Which is um, a great show. It has been rescued by NBC and will be out next year. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. It's a great show. If you've watched all of it, like I have, you would know. I have not. I tried like three episodes and I couldn't do it anymore. I watched through like two seasons. It's okay. 
I mean, you try to put it up against like parks or office oh, no, or scrubs no, or no. It's See, not an all-time sunny, thing. But you're you're talking about like you just the three you went three for four shows that aren't even on anymore, and trying to compare like oh yeah, it was pretty good. It's no Seinfeld. It's you not. Know, it's, it's not like, Justin. It's like holy it's crap! No it's not any Seinfeld. It's like it's like saying like any current musician is like, well, they're pretty good. That that bastard's no Bob Dylan. I mean, when so Parks and no Rec Beatles. was on, like four seasons in, I think you could have safely said, "This is uh, this is up there with great sitcoms like Seinfeld," and no yeah. one would have been upset with yeah. you. Yeah, no, that's true. Just saying. That's yeah, true. So fuck you, Justin. Take that. Man, you just got a logic bomb from Trey. <sighs> yep. How's that feel? Pretty, Man, those pretzels pretty making you thirsty yet? I'm real thirsty. These pretzels. <laughs> they're making me thirsty. They're making me thirsty. God damn it. George Costanza is the greatest character on television. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's talk about some movies. Um, man. Um, I think there's just four here. Uh, I'll start, I guess. Uh, I went to see The Grinch this weekend. Cool. Excellent. Took the fam. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wasn't sure how to feel about this. It's Another it's Grinch. It's yeah, not been that long since uh, Jim Carrey's live it's action. Lo- it's been longer than you think. <laughs> That's fair, but it doesn't feel like it's. It doesn't been that feel long. like it's long enough. Yeah, it doesn't, <laughs> or it didn't. Um, this is uh, Illumination again. The uh, the Despicable Me guys um, doing this. Benedict Cumberbatch uh, voicing uh, the Grinch. Benedict Man. Cumberbatch making everything he touches better. That's fair, including this, because this movie is really good. Good oh, shit. It's got Angela Lansbury in it. It does have Angela Lansbury in God, it. God, I'm a fansberry. As you should really? be. I am. Me too. Yeah. Everybody should be Your hands are like fucking rocks. Don't touch me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you Damn. massage my feet, and then they're going to be like pumice stones. I, I'm sorry. No, they're sexy. I'm going to go home. So yeah, you can get laid with those hands. <laughs> go After your worker hands. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> so this obviously is technically still the story. It's it's just called The Grinch. They left out the who's how the Christmas. Grinch Christmas. Yeah. Um, how about this? Eighteen years ago, that movie came out with Jim. Man, that, it doesn't seem like wow. it's been that long. That that's movie sure. is old enough to vote. That's crazy. Yeah, but much like Josh, it didn't register. <laughs> oh, um, that's sad. Actually, it's not funny. I will say though, even though it is. Well, he's got two more years to catch up. Even though he does still still Christmas spoilers. Josh? Um, yes, but also oh. the Grinch. Basically the same thing. Um, Wait, I just got this flash of where the Grinch was Jewish, and it was like some sort of some sort of hate crime. Hanukkah? No, no, no. The Grinch. <laughs> no, the Grinch was Jewish, and he was stealing Christmas. Uh, part of yours was part, a little. Yeah, no part. Part of my family is Jewish. Oh. So I'm not. He, his best friends are Jewish. It's fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, the neighborhood. <laughs> no, literally, I have family. Just fucking with my you. family. Fine, man, Trey is zinging them out. I'm proud of you, he buddy. Is, man. That was um, hashtag chunkish for sure. Yeah. Indeed. He was on top anyway, of that. This movie is really good. It does just enough to differentiate itself. Um, it's. Definitely not just the same story retold um, 18 years later. Um, obviously, again, there are some similarities. He has a heart that's two sizes too small. The dog Max. He does still Christmas. Max is in it. You have to have Max. But, like, um, there's a whole lot more, like, at his house. They introduced this, like, great reindeer character. This is it that big, that real big, yeah. huge, fat reindeer? Which is, who's a fucking delight. Um, um, Keenan of Keenan and Kel, I forget that fucker's last name. 
uh, Keenan Thompson. Yeah. Yes. Um, he went to school with Kristen. We've, we've talked about this a lot. She's like, she knows who he is. Um, he voices like this guy who Ow. is convinced that he's the Grinch's best friend. And no. clearly the Grinch hates him. Um, <laughs> and that dude is fucking hilarious. Um, there's actually like Cindy Lou has like a legitimate uh, storyline in this where oh, wow. she's basically trying to like capture or like talk to Santa so that she can um, give her mom like uh, basically a better life because she works super hard and whatever, you know, works two jobs, takes care of the kids, single mom, all that. Um, so it adds some storyline stuff like that, which is really cool. Um, funny. So what? Funny. It is funny. Is, is that what you're, is that a question? Is that what you're doing? Funny? <laughs> yeah, there's no, you didn't go up at the end. <laughs> That's you, how you know it's a question. You just said funny Wait, really quick and That's soft. how you know it's a question? <laughs> is that better? Yes, that is how you know it's a question. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it is. It's very, very funny. Um, lots of, like, cool gadgets they didn't have in any of the other movies that he makes to steal all the presents and shit. Um, this is, like, an absolute... If you have kids, for sure, it's an absolute must-see movie. Cool. Uh, but even if you just, like, if you like Despicable Me, if you like... How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Do they do the song? They do. Awesome. Is it a new recording? Uh, yeah, it is. It's a little modernized. Do they? And they also do the. the did they ruin it the Christmas way that song. Fallout Boy no, ruined the not. Ghostbusters theme? They did not. Okay. They did not. Though that movie is a delight, despite that theme sucking. No, I love the new Ghostbusters movie. I just. Um, Chuck, tell me about the Outlaw King. Outlaw King. This is the story of Robert uh, the Bruce, uh, who uh, essentially took over. Uh, the mantle of uh, William Wallace as far as fighting back against England to get Scotland its freedom. Aye. Um, Aye. Would you rather talk about your homeland, sir? Oh, no, (laughs) you take it away. I'm just going to sit here and enjoy it. (laughs) Uh, All right. Um, uh, Oddly enough, uh, because a lot of this has a lot to do with William Wallace, Braveheart, et cetera. Um, it does. And it does go into that one part where, um, you know, Robert the Bruce goes to William Longshanks, Edward the First. I don't know why they call him William Longshanks. His na- his, the name of the king at that time was Edward the First. It was just his nickname. Was oh, they called him Longshanks because he had long legs and he was gangly. But why William? His name was Edward. I don't know. Maybe because <laughs> I was drunk when I came up with it. What do you okay. <laughs> just Sorry. Tell the story. Um, but uh, it, it's good. Um, um, one of the actors that was in Braveheart, Hamish's, I think, dad, uh, that gets his arm chopped off and he's like swinging the. That's actually uh, uh, Robert the Bruce's father in this. Nice. Um, that's cool. But it's it's like disheartening at first because he gathers. A lot of people don't want to get, uh, of course, go against the giant. You know, English, well-funded, well-armored, well-trained army. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, he was trying to get together some lords that have been beaten down. Of course, William Wallace was in hiding, uh, and then like they go into town, and William Wall part of William Wallace was in town, strung up. Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you know the story of like what they did to him, but not only did they disembowel him, mm-hmm. uh, like they dr- draw and quartered him, and then they beheaded him. Uh, dipped his head in tar uh, so it would preserve better and put his head up on a pike on the Bridge of London leading into London, the London Bridge. Yep. But I heard it's falling down. Uh, not at that point. Hmm. Well, and, and a, lot of, a lot of people... <laughs> good Lord. Damn it, Fergie. Why did you have to record that stupid-ass song? Um, 
the a lot of people don't when you say drawn and quartered a lot of people don't oh um, no no i'm just saying a lot of people don't understand that that literally means they're cutting you into quarters yeah four four pieces pieces. four different horses tied to four different parts of your body they say yeah and the rest writes itself but they took part of him hung him up and it kind of riles up uh, robert the bruce to fight uh and then he like murders a guy because he's like me and you we got it we, we have to do this he's like no i'm not gonna do it i don't want to tell uh, long chains look yeah and like it kills him in the church and the church is like hey if you uh you know swear filthy to the church well and uh he's like cool Done. Oh, the church. Dunzo. Uh, but then, like, man, a bunch of shit happens, and at one point, he's down to f- him and 40 men against England. <laughs> it's right. like, there's some disheartening pieces to it. But much like uh, what they did in uh, Braveheart, they actually took a lot of the story uh, from Robert the Bruce and added it into as, as like, William Wallace did it. He didn't. William Wallace was more or less a guerrilla fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what they wound up happening in this movie, where they're, like, attacking, getting a lot of their lands back, and then fucking burning it down so they can't use it anymore. So they got their people out, right. and they burned their castles down. Uh, so, th- and it was really, really smart. And then there, it felt and, like and it, it took well, a lot. And they also didn't use the traditional tactics of the time. So it's kind of like the way that we fought off the British during the American Revolution. Right. We weren't following the regular rules of let's all stand in line and shoot at each other. They were using more guerrilla-style tactics. Yeah, because they only have 40 people. There's <laughs> Yeah, you can't just line up in a row and run at the other guys. You're going to get, you know, slaughtered. So they and used very different tactics. Yeah, and, and a lot of the way that they show it and tell it is very smart. There's a guy in here... Uh, his name is Douglas, but that the Longshanks took his uh, took his his name. Like you can't be called that anymore. All your lands are mine. And like the entire time, like when he was fighting people, he's just like, "What's my name?" And he reminds me of like Stephen from Braveheart. Yeah, he is a m- fucking madman. He is definitely going to be on my character of the year uh, list because right. he is just he is uns- he is an unstoppable murder I just machine. Have to watch this. Uh, it's it's good, man. It, some of, a lot of people gave it some uh, some junk as far as the trailer concerned uh because it looked kind of cheap almost but the the cheapness and the way it was made or economic made it feel more real um it's very visceral it's very gritty there's some real real bloody parts in this uh where it how long is it uh hour and 40 minutes okay now i will tell you that the first like two-thirds is pretty slow because um it's building up to the fight, and you're like, man, there's only like 20 minutes left in this movie. Is there going to be a fight? There's a fight. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, a lot happens in a short amount of time, but the payoff is well worth it. All right. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch this. It sounds pretty cool. There are also some cool. spectacular titties in it. So there you go. Just <laughs> so don't watch this one with Lane. <laughs> no, don't do it just for the vi- I mean, I told just you that you violence. see a piece of a man hanging in the, in the town. A quarter Is that of how him. You uh, normally see a piece of a man <laughs> hanging from the year the nearest yard arm. <laughs> um, it's good though. I liked it a lot. All right, good deal. Yeah, I'm excited to watch that one. Um, how is really quickly? I'm sorry. Yeah, how is good. how is Chris Pine's performance? Does he um, try to pull off a Scottish accent? He does, and it's not bad. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't call I'm, him. I'm, act, I'm asking because you're both someone whose opinion I respect on television. You're also an actor, so sometimes you see people trying to do accents, and it's painful it wasn't it was it was um 
Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson level. Yeah. I mean, you could tell he's not originally from Scotland, but it's not enough to be noticeably I bad or distracting or, or anything. Yeah, that's but a, you that's do you do get to see his dick. I didn't ask about whether or not I got to see Chris Pine's oh, dick. Well, it's <laughs> a very good actor. Okay, it pulls <laughs> off a, a, a Scottish brogue quite well. <laughs> it's got a slightly better accent than Chris Pine. It himself. does. Right. <laughs> Seems a wee bit like a young Sean Connery, if you ask me, but that's not here or there. All right. <clears throat> oh, man. I kind of wish you would have spoken in a Scottish accent the entire show. And well, I could do that the next time. Uh, if you look to have me back, I can do the entire next show. Time. We should just... We should just introduce you as an entirely different person. Oh, we could do that if you like. Yeah, that's absolutely. You could go Mrs. Doubtfire on us. Oh, hello. (laughs) Would you like one number two? God damn it, I love that movie. Um, Oh, he was never one much for foreplay. (laughs) Most he ever said was, brace yourself, Effie. (laughs) That's one of my favorite lines in that entire movie. Um, As it should be. Love it so much. um, Yeah, that movie is. Absolutely fucking wonderful. Anyways, um, uh, another movie that's uh, not as wonderful, but still pretty solid. Um, one me and Evan went to see in Knoxville after the UT game a couple weekends ago. Um, Mid nineties. Hmm. It's a Jonah Hill joint. Um, basically, uh, a kind of love letter to nineties skate culture, um, which I will admit not to relate to very well. Um, so I think that you didn't gleam the cube. I did not. Or you did, but you, it was totally different. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> not in the way you're saying. Um, no, this movie is is um, very well shot. Um, almost like visceral. It's borderline. Looks like a, a documentary. Like there's a lot of handheld camera stuff. Um, very low budget. Um, it's basically uh, the story is about this. Um, young kid, like probably 12 or maybe 13 years old. Um, I don't think they say, uh, but I could be wrong about that. Anyways, he's um, his single mom, uh, older brother who beats the shit out of him. Um, he basically is like looking for kind of somewhere to belong and finds a skate shop um, with a bunch of ridiculous, um, very not PC people. They lean into the fact that this is the 90s and certain words and phrases um, were much more accepted back then than they are now. Josh, don't say them on the podcast. (laughs) God, somebody might hear you. Um, Probably the only one I'm comfortable saying out loud is they definitely, they constantly talk about like, don't say that, that's gay. Um, Like, which again, is not, you know, it's whatever, but like, that's definitely not something you... I haven't heard anyone say that in a very long time, probably since I was in high school. Mm. Um, and just like a lot of the, the language and like the slang and stuff that they use, it's used in such a way that it's very clear that, at least to me, it w- seemed clear that Jonah Hill was making like an obvious point <coughs> that this stuff now sounds incredibly out of place mm-hmm. and like jarring in a way that like you almost laugh when they like say some of it because it's just like, man, like. This is kind of uncomfortable, but also everyone used to say this, yeah, uh, including me, like at one point in my life. So, um, and that way it's pretty cool. The skating stuff is all right. Again, it's not something I relate to super well. It's basically just about him, though, hanging out. He, um, as a 12 year old, smokes a lot of weed, gets drunk a lot, and uh, <laughs> at one point has his first semi sexual experience with a much older girl. Um, that again is like a really awkward 
moment where you're like, I don't know if I should be comfortable about this because it might be statutory rape. Um, <laughs> but hearing him talk about awkwardly about uh, about the experience to his buddies later is really fucking funny. Um, but um, yeah, overall, it's kind of a short, quick, just a summer in the life of this kid who's kind of has it rough, but probably survives and goes on to be like middle management somewhere at the end of the day. <laughs> um, Lucas Hedges is randomly in it as the older brother. I think he's supposed to be autistic. He's like kind of weird and he constantly carries around orange juice wherever he goes. Um, and like initially seems like the cooler older brother, but then you kind of realize he um, maybe is um, also d struggling kind of to fit in just as much as the little kid is. And there's a scene definitely where he kind of loses his shit in a way that makes me, that made me think, oh, like I think this kid is supposed to be autistic in a time where no one really knew much about autism and certainly weren't diagnosing kids with autism in the way that obviously we are now. Right. Um, and probably just thought this kid has a hard time adjusting or whatever, and, you know, labeled it as that versus, uh, you know, a legitimate, um, a legitimate thing. So, uh, anyways, um, I don't know. It's a really good movie. It's not going to be my top 10 or anything, um, but it's well acted. If you were into skate culture in the nineties, it's probably really fucking good for you. I wished that I at the time was cool enough to, to be in skateboard but i i had I was on rollerblades i owned so well, I, I did both i had rollerblades and i had a skateboard but i i didn't actually use the skateboard very I, much. I can't use anything on the wheels outside of a vehicle well i get on a skateboard and i fall off like oh yeah you know trying to uh, get yeah. a dog to land on his feet when you drop him from a foot oh that's that's why i went back. to the rollerblades because you know then they were stuck to my feet Still couldn't do it. They couldn't leave me. Nope, still couldn't do it. I, 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 I'd right. tip off. I'd yeah. tip over. I, I can't roller I skate. I can't roller blade. I can't use a fucking scooter. I can't do any of that stuff. Really? Yeah. Oh, wheelies. Almost kill myself. Or Heelys. 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 Yeah, Helix. Yeah, I was Helix. like, wheelies are a pretty hard thing to do. I was like a bicycle or anything. I was like, you you're imagining him trying to like pop a wheelie on a BMX. I can't ride a bike. Okay. Well, there you go. Out of all of the things that we just talked about, that's the only one that's practical for anything. <laughs> like, used to be used as an actual form of transportation, so I don't know if I'd worry all that much about the rest of it. <coughs> I do sometimes kind of me. want to rollerblade again, though. God, I'd love to see that. I think I'd be still all right at it. I'd be winded quickly. I'll, I'll tell you. But the, other than that, I'll tell you the one thing. That's the, the reason. The one good thing about <laughs> learning how to rollerblade. Do anything else and see me winded quickly. Well, yeah, I was gonna say, stand up and walk over there. Yeah. Hey, look, there's Trey winded. No sleeping. Um, <laughs> lay down and go to sleep. I mean, I'm winded right now. <laughs> I'm constantly in a state of of windedness. No, the one thing. The, <laughs> the one good thing about uh, rollerblading was I, I'm I'm a fair to middling ice skater. Fair to middling. So. It, I'm I've ice skated like three times in my life. Those, those definitely better rollerblader. Yeah, definitely translate. Or, you know, pretty. I well. skated once and uh, took out like a whole row, row of kids. Yeah, that's yeah, that's I could see that. It was funny. Then you it put was on the like ice skates. <laughs> <laughs> After I beat the crap out of all those kids on purpose. It was like one of those like sitcom things where I'm like skating. I think I'm doing good, and I like fall down, and I'm going forward real fast. And I look up, and there's like four kids all holding hands. And I'm like, <laughs> look out! And they turn around, look, and go. Ah! And then I hit the middle two, and they all fly, and then I just careen into the wall. And 
and then uh, I take my skates off six and points and <laughs> won the game. Took my <laughs> skates off and uh, went home. Left. I. It was in Rockefeller Plaza, so I couldn't go home uh, immediately. But at some point. Um. Last, but I don't think least. I guess we're about to find out. Uh, Chuck, tell me about Apostle. Okay, I will try my <laughs> best. Uh, this movie. How shallow is it? I, I don't think I could, even if I wanted to. Oh, I enjoyed it, by the way, last last uh, movie's podcast. when you Oh, when Open House? Yeah, when you... Jesus uh, Christ. Well, no, I'm just saying I that appreciated movie. you... Uh, so that you won't have to. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, this, I don't want you to, but... No, th- and there are parts of this movie that... Okay, so this takes place in the early 1900s. Uh, Dan Stevens plays, like, this drifter brother that gets called into uh, by, by his dad into a service of sorts to go and infiltrate this cult on an island because his sister's been kidnapped for ransom by this cult. So he's going to infiltrate the cult, get his sister back, get out. Other than that, I don't know what the fuck is going on in this movie. Uh, (laughs) There is some really, really, really bloody stuff in it. Like, I mean, whoo, Al ain't got nothing on this kind of gore. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Um, So there's this one scene where they're like, this kid, uh, who's de- this girl gets murdered, and he's trying to defend her. And the dad of the daughter who killed the daughter, like because she's impure or whatever, right. he grabs the kid, puts him in this torture device, and at the end of it, there is um, like a, a hand crank drill with a circular saw blade on the outside of it, and it's just. <laughs> Oh, and like until it's all the way in and then he pulls it out and there's a gaping hole on top of this kid's head and he like puts like this like feather in it to like bless him and send him on his way. But then they f- I'm, I'm not going to get it. Do you guys ever want to watch this? No, I don't know. You're not going to remember what he says anyway. Go ahead That's and tell fair. us. Go ahead. It's not really well acted. I love Dan Stevens. He's one of he's like one of my favorites now. Okay. But he's just kind of there. There's not anything kind of like Julia Roberts and that other thing. Sorta. Yeah. There are not parts bad. where he gets scared, but he's still just kind of there. Yeah. Uh, also, that one dude from Masters of Sex, the guy, um, Michael Sheen. Yes, he is the cult leader. Okay. He's actually oh, pretty good. Now, the guy who yeah, plays uh, the guy, he violently takes over the cult. His name is Quinn. Uh, he's pretty good. Um, is, is he a doctor? No, 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 no. So no. not a medicine woman. No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, man. No, that's right. Uh, maybe Just next time. Follow along. His wife, on the other hand. Oh. Um, but not a doctor. So. Uh, anywho, uh, so it turns out that um, like all these cult, like every night the cult people have to like fill up this jar of blood. And Dan Stevens just doesn't want to do that, so he like just reaches and they close their bed, the door and go to bed, and he sneaks out and looks for his sister. He just grabs the jar of blood, fills it into his jar, and puts it puts it next to his door so that he's like fitting in, of course. And you're like, why are they doing this? What the yeah. kind of weird cult? What do they need blood? Somebody for? tries to assassinate the leader, and he saves them. So that he's like, ah, uh, you know, I owe you my life. You're 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 part of us. You're part of the family. You know, I can trust you. And so that lets him get into in deeper and stuff like that. You find out they're taking this blood and feeding some sort of witch goddess thing that lives in this old ass barn. That's like, 
kind of like the the old guy from um uh from Game of Thrones as part of the tree, the fucking tree. Right. But she's like part of the, the three-eyed raven. Yes, yeah, so she's part of this barn thing and whenever they feed her blood, it fertilizes the land that they're on. So they get in new recruits, they take one of them, kill them, slice them up, feed it to the lady. She doesn't like it. She don't want to be there. And then it grows other stuff. And they she has this one guy that like takes care of her who is in this like torture mask kind of thing that goes all the way around. You never see his face, but it's like made out of wicker. Um and uh what the fuck? There's this one part that is really, really gross. Like I, I it was crazy how how graphic and visceral it was uh, because I'm pretty sure Dan Stevens lost most of his hand. But, uh, <laughs> like, that's how they did it. But this guy, like, knocks out Dan Stevens. Right. He wakes up. He's got his hands above his head, and there's big, like, hooks in them. Like and through his hand? Like through his hand. Okay. Uh, both of them. Okay. And then there's other hooks, like, attached, like, in his shoulder, in his skin. Yeah. And other ones in his legs. Ugh. And um, he, they're all on like wires. He's like, "What the fuck?" You know. He's like looking around, and that guy that's in the mask doesn't say anything. But uh, he goes and takes this hand crank, and he takes a crank, and there's these two like old school meat grinder like roller things with spikes, and, and he's just slowly rolling him up. And he's on the ground at first, but the hooks are like pulling him up, and he can't stop it because he's just in a lot of pain. And then it gets down to the point where it gets his hand. And you see it, like, both of his hands go into it, and about maybe six or seven fingers come out. Because uh, he, like, like he's in a lot of pain, but then the hook, one of the hooks comes out, and he pulls his hand out, and it's just gone. Jesus and it is, Christ. It never leaves that shot. So I don't know how they fucking did it, but it looked like it literally took part they of his took, hand off. They took his hand off. But then Dan Stevens gets away. He's he, a puts that, he puts that dude in the crank and cranks it up, and just that guy's just, he is bleh. He's dead. But it's right. really fucking weird. And at the end of it, like, Dan Stevens is laying. And he has this connection with the lady for some reason. His his sister gets away with this other super hot the girl. The barn lady? He has a connection with the barn lady? The barn lady. Okay. And she dies. He sets her on fire to okay. release her. And he's leaving, but he can't because uh, uh, he's bleeding. He gets to the fight with Quinn. Oh, there's this really gross thing where he, like, shoves this, like, knife spike thing in his chest. Yeah. And he's holding it there, and the, the, he's trying to grab these girls, and the girls are, like, holding onto his arms and, like, pulling him. And Dan Stevens just grabs it and pulls it down, and it's just, like, all over the place. It's gross. Excellent podcast audio. <laughs> uh, but then he, like, he's bleeding to death, and he lays down uh, on this uh, hill at the very end. And um, Michael Sheen. 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 Um, is like hanging out with him. He's been ousted from his spot. Uh, everything's on fire for some reason. Like you never see anything light a fire, but I guess when he threw the fire on the witch, it lit the the village Other on stuff. fire too. Uh. It's fucking weird, man. And then uh, all of a sudden, like some of his blood starts dripping on the land, and the land starts growing, and then it it like absorbs him, and it's growing like through his skin and shit, and absorbs him. So That's I like guess he's the new. New thing. I don't know how I feel about this movie. Parts of it were kind of cool. Parts of it were really fucking boring. But hardly parts of it were really, really gory. Hardly any of it I understood. Um, despite that, I think you may have just shallowed that movie. 
Are Sorry. You I enjoyed <laughs> Dan Close. I enjoyed that, though. I, I'm not complaining. I'm just pointing it I out. I enjoyed that was the, the, uh, the shallowest Cliffs notes. Okay. Fair All enough. All right. All right. All right. Um, cool, so cool. that's going to do it for uh, another week here at Free For All. Um, I'm too tired to think of what I'm supposed Josh to say. Josh is next. already asleep. I'm he yeah he gurgled something up. about it being two a.m. and then he gurgled some ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> as he is wont to do, <laughs> as, he is, as is his custom. <laughs> um, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, we will see you next week. Bye, y'all. for listening to Free For All, your source for all things geek. We just wrapped up another episode, but we're not done. Stay tuned for more episodes when we make our return next week. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and rate and review us too. That's the best way for new folks to find our show. You can also find us on the Google Play Store, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Don't forget that you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show as we record, and you can catch our live streams on the Free For All Facebook page. Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>